seen that shit back sneak, tag me in that shit this morning. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I was fired all the way up. And see, I saw it last night. So anyway, we, we live. We, we live on the mic. Let's roll. Uh, welcome back. Another episode in the making. Uh, got my guy E back in the building with me. Yo, 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 What's yo, good, man? Yo. What's good? Yeah, not much, man. It's been a minute since we linked up, man. It's 2021 now. Trying to get all this going. Like I'm talking about, I'm I'm finna start spitting them out. Whatever come on come to my mind, I'm spitting them out. I'll reach out to people, see if they want to jump on. We'll phone call away, yep. pull up, whatever. I'm going hard 2021. <laughs> so I said all of that to say this. I was watching the game last night. Of course, the Lakers in, in Milwaukee. Greek freak still garbage. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the game or not. Dog. I ain't never seen a superstar shoot so many air balls in a basketball game. Like he keep pulling up for these 15, seven foot, uh, 17 foot shots. And I'm talking about ain't even grazing the nets. Right. And I'm just like, like this dude is really back to back MVP and defensive player of the year. What kind of defensive player of the year foul out every game, but that ain't what I want to talk about. So I'm sitting here watching uh, TNT and the Jazz and the Pelicans came on afterwards. So Shaq and Barkley sitting up here talking, and they carrying on about how uh, Mitchell don't have what it takes. All he do is score. He don't get no rebounds. He don't get no assists. And they uh, mentioned a stat where it was like he's only had one game where he's had double-digit assists or one game with double-digit rebounds. Mm-hmm. So Shaq and Barkley goes in about how that ain't going to cut it. That ain't going to get him to the next level. And after the game, mind you, the Jazz smacked the Pelicans. It wasn't even a game. Donovan Mitchell balls out, mm-hmm. as usual. I think he had, what, like 36 or 39 or something last night. And Utah wins the game. Even I didn't know the Jazz is on a seven-game win streak. Didn't know until last night that the Jazz are the number two team in the Western Conference. So one would assume that after any basketball game, when they do the, the interview, you talk about the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? What did y'all do to win tonight? You know, blah, 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 blah. They asked him questions about the game. So Ernie Ernie Johnson set this whole thing up, talking about the game, the win streak, talking about the success that the Jazz are having currently mm-hmm. this year. So then they throw the lob to Shaq, and the first thing out of Shaq's mouth is, well, I just want to let you know that I said I don't think you got what it takes to take your game to the next level. And it caught Mitchell all the way off guard. Like, you can tell in his body language. I don't know if you saw it. That's it. <laughs> like, he's kind of like, uh, all right, okay, like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, who are you? That's how I took it. So like you said, we wake up this morning, internet's going crazy. Some people are saying that Shaq is trying to motivate him. He's giving him a compliment, hoping that it'll fuel him. But then I'm looking at it in terms of, dog, no, nah, that's disrespectful. Like, we just won a basketball game. We on live TV for the world to see. And the only thing that come out of your mouth is, I don't think you got what it takes to take your game to the next level. Right. I'm like, dog, Shaq's out of pocket. So before I dive in even further, because I'm going in today, 
What's your thoughts on that? Well, dude? like, what, what, do, what, what are you basing this off of? Off of uh, what the playoff performance last year? Because I could have sworn his rookie year, they swept Oklahoma City, then had a so-called big three with Melo, Melo, Paul George, and Westbrook, and he, and he smoked them. Let alone the next series, he even though Houston did beat him, I think it was four one, but he kept them in as he kept the series entertaining. Because he was torching, torching Houston. I don't, I don't look at that. You can look at it as motivation. I'm with you. With I look at that as disrespect. Because, because it's kind of, it's like, what the hell you been looking at for the past four years? Right. You know what I'm saying? I've been balling since my rookie year. Like, what have you been looking at? You, you saying that I, I don't have what it take to make it to the next level? First of all, it's a team effort. Where's the team help? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, one player, you know what I'm saying? Only It's only been two players that I've seen literally carry their team through the playoffs. And that was LeBron with Cleveland, the early years in Cleveland, and Allen and Allen Those are the only two players that, 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 that I've seen that actually done it. You know what I'm saying? I, I Correct me if I'm wrong. If you're seeing anybody else, if anybody is listening to this, correct me if I'm wrong. But it's like, what what the hell has Shaq been looking at these past four years? Because Mitch was averaging, what, career-wise, I'm going to say a little bit over 23, 24 points a game. 24 going on 25. 25. 25. What, what, what are you watching? What do you see that we don't see? I don't take, I don't take that as uh, motivation, man. I look, that's, just, that's just blatant disrespect. It's man. just like that, that's, that's hate to me. And I get what other people were trying to say on social media today. But I'm saying that too many people are trying to give Shaq the benefit of the doubt. Now, if Shaq didn't have a track record of trying to piss on people and their accomplishments and things of that nature, then okay, cool. Shaq just chose the wrong way to put a match to the uh, put some gas to the fire or whatever. Mm-hmm. But go back to last week, he threw jabs at James Harden. Go back a couple weeks before that. He threw jabs at, at Gobert in regards to the $200 million contract. And that's where I feel like all of this stemmed from because everybody on the Jazz had Gobert's back. Yeah. That's their teammate. So they're going to ride with their teammate. So for him to receive this from Shaq is like, oh, all right, oh, okay. Like, right, man, I've right. been hearing this since my rookie year. You ain't telling me nothing that I ain't heard right. already. That's how I took it. Like, man, I ain't trying to hear you. And if you go back and read the quote from when he even got in the locker room and done the press uh, conference, he's like, dude, we're fresh off a win. We're on a seven-game win streak. I'm trying to keep this positive energy. Like, that ain't nothing that I want to talk about after no win. Like, I'm not trying to talk about Shaq. So that's where, you know what I'm saying, I'm going back and forth with different people this morning on Sneed's post. Not that I'm trying to create an argument for the sake of arguing, but I'm like, dude, like, if y'all didn't A – watch the game and the interview last night, or at least get up this morning and read the, the quotes, then you just going off a little 90 second clip and you forming an opinion based off of hopes that uh, I knew what Shaq was trying to say. I'm like, nah, bro, like get some history behind this. Like you got to dig a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's where my respectfully disagree come all the way in at because I'm like, dude, it's too many old heads 
that are talking down on these young players or setting these expectations that they never felt. Imagine Hakeem Olajuwon sweeping Shaq and then going to the media and saying, you know what, man, hey, he's big, he's powerful, he can dunk, but I don't think he got what it takes. Right. And then tell Shaq he can't talk to him because he ain't got no ring. Right. I hate how they do that shit to Barkley and everybody else. He said that last night. Only talk to yeah. champions. Yeah, I seen. Only talk to champions. Yeah, like, man, like, dude, you do not understand how bad I hate yeah, that I ring argument. Uh, fuck with Barkley about that whole championship shit, man. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, you think about it, man. You know, a lot of these players that came up in the 80s and 90s, man, they don't got championships because of them dynasty Laker teams, them dynasty Celtic teams, and then they had to run into Mike in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? You had two chances in the 90s <laughs> when he was gone. <laughs> And the dream, Other than that, it was a wrap. And, and the, the dream, dream got them both. Right. And the dream got them both. But it's like, focus on, let's focus on Mitchell and why I formed the opinion that I formed. Like you said, he was drafted, came in as a rookie, took us all by storm, if you really want to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, Rick Pitino held him back. Yeah. Because me and my wife, we went to that tournament game up in Indy and we watched him play. He just kind of floated around the perimeter, kind of went baseline to baseline. He he got his shots here and there. But outside of that, you just thought he was a, a leaper, like a dunker. Mm-hmm. But he gets to the NBA, and he's getting buckets yeah. from everywhere. He's aggressive. He's got this mindset like, can't nobody stop me. And he's been doing that from day one. His numbers have gotten better every year. Utah's record has gotten better every every year. And they're actually the number two team in the West currently and on a seven-game win streak. So what could you possibly be trying to motivate him on if his actions don't show that they're already motivated? Not only just him, the team itself. Yeah. We all laughed about, man, Rudy ain't worth no 200 mil and this and that. But Utah's one of the best defensive teams in the league right now. So if you ask me, Rudy's kind of proven why he got the money that he got. Yeah, and I told you about that, man. I was 50-50 on that, man, because, like, you pay, you basically playing $200 million, man, for uh, an interior defender. Because you're not getting that much on the offense end. You might get about 10 to 12 points, which is cool, don't get me wrong. But defense is what win them games. And I and I can understand that, you know, that that aspect of give giving him that contract based on that. But like when I first seen that contract, I'm like, man, hold up, man. Like I was kind of feeling kind of shackish a little <laughs> bit. Like, hold up, bro. Like yeah, he, we he all got were two hundred million dollars. We all were. But it's like that's that's but, just where the game yeah, is right now. Is now. Like that's just, I mean, they giving crazy money out across the board. Like, it's, it's people that's getting 80, 90, 100 mil that you like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, like Draymond and Tristan Thompson. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So it's like, as far as the business side of it, obviously Utah felt that he was worth it. Mm-hmm. Multiple time defensive player of the year. He, he alters everything around the rim. He's going to hustle. So long-term, they feel like they're going to get their money back. Yeah, hell You yeah. got a superstar yeah. player in Mitchell, 
You got the right man. I don't care what nobody says. And I said it on the podcast some months ago. It might have been right when the bubble first started. Them picking up Clarkson was huge. Clarkson fits in perfect with them. He's another 20-plus point. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm. somebody that can explode. So they have a legit team. They might need a, a piece here or there maybe bench-wise or another person that they can pair up with Mitchell to make them all the way lethal. But as of right now, at this current moment in time, what the hell could y'all be possibly trying to motivate motiv- motivate him to do what? And my beef with that was you'll say this to a young player that's only been in the league three years, three and a half years. This is right. his fourth season, right? Right. And we only like 10 games into it, 15 games into it. So you might as well just say three. But yet, you won't get on the microphone and tell Giannis that he ain't got what it takes. That's true. Now, somebody need to correct me if I'm wrong because last time I checked, Giannis ain't got what it takes. And I, I'm taking that to shit. We, we can go box. <laughs> like, you can look at that game last night, dude. There's no way he's been in the league this long. Multiple MVPs, defensive, all this and that. But yet, when the game is on the line, bro, you cannot put the ball in his hands it's and Middleton. tell him to take it's, you home. It's, it's sad, and Middleton's nice, don't get me wrong. Middleton He's is nice. A hell of a year this year. But it's sad when your number two guy is closing out the game. And you saw that when they played Brooklyn the other night. Yeah. Don't even worry about the Laker game. Look at the Brooklyn game. That game was actually going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And Giannis was not even in that picture. Nope. And I'm saying, I'm like, dude, you won't say that to him. Or try to motivate a young Zion Williamson. Don't get me wrong. Zion's getting buckets. He's averaging 23, 24, but it's so quiet. Yeah. It don't make no noise. Nope. You would think Zion, Ingram, Bledsoe, J.J. Reddick, they even got Adams from OKC, that they would at least, I ain't saying that they should be a contender, but you shouldn't be at the they bottom. They shouldn't be 4-9 right now. I, I would say at least eight and six or something. They they have a nice team. They just I, I don't know what it is, man. It's it's you know, don't forget about Hart. He's still down there too, Hart, Josh Hart. Lonzo I, know, like, I don't know what it is about the, the Pelicans, man. Like I I don't know if it's some you know, if it's coaching or I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You can't is, say man. coaching yet because hell they fired uh what you call it last year. So they got uh they got Van Gundy. Uh, I ain't gonna say Stan? Van uh or uh Yeah, Stan. Yeah. Um but I'm saying like I ain't saying Van Gundy is a, a miracle worker, but at the end of the day, it goes all the way back to the Lakers. Everybody was like, Man, LeBron's messing up the chemistry. We got a nice young core we got so this core that everybody was speaking highly of is still intact you add veteran pieces with Bledsoe JJ Reddick Steven Adams then you add a number one pick in Zion who everybody on this planet thought was going to be the best thing since Jesus turned water into wine (laughs) and it's like they're they're so far under the radar dude and I'm like if you're going to get on national TV and say that you, you want to motivate somebody, that's who you need to be talking to. Yeah, Zion. 
Zion, like, what's going on, man? You the number one pick. You getting $100 million shoe deals. You getting uh put on the cover of NBA 2K. You getting all these accolades that you ain't earned yet. But at the same time, you ain't even box office. But see, he's another one, though, because, like, the way he scores is just in the paint. That's he can't it. Score. He's, like, he's a 6'7", six, 6'6", six, six Giannis <laughs> Antetokounmpo. He cannot score outside of the paint. Now, me personally, I don't mind him dunking on a couple people here and there. But, you know, your game got to evolve somehow some way because they they're going to look what they doing to Giannis. When you when you when you take the paint away from him, dude, he is a liability. Like prime example when I was watching that Brooklyn game. You see how far DeAndre Jordan was playing off of him, but every time he would he's at the top of the key, they all the way all in the, the paint. Man, dude. <laughs> And, and, dude, you can't tell me, dude, that's not disrespectful. It's super disrespectful, and it shows you that the skill set ain't even remotely close because as soon as I catch that ball, man, that's two dribbles pull up. Mm -hmm. I ain't even going to take the three. That's a a free throw. But it's like he catch it, and he's just like, what do I do? What do I do? (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm going to shoot this air ball. Motherfucking ball hitting the stanchion. uh, Free throws and shit. That's sad. And the free throw, like, a lot – free throw is, like, one of the easiest shots to make. You know what I'm saying? But that's some mental shit. And it's, it's super for, mental. But for him to earn about free throws, and I think one night he went one for ten from the free throw line. And this is your superstar MVP, two-time MVP player that's, that's missing the most simplest shots in the game of basketball. I'm I'm glad you saying it because I, I BS you not. I just got off the phone with my pops like 30 minutes ago and we sitting there arguing about that. And he was saying that it ain't Giannis. He's saying that they need better pieces around him. He said that if, if they're building a wall around Giannis, then it's the other players that should be putting the pressure on the other team by scoring buckets to make them have to knock this wall down. And I'm like, okay. I, I get what you're saying a little bit, but I don't agree. Because at the end of the day, if you look at Giannis' production in the playoffs last year, he was averaging 30 mm-hmm. in the regular season. And in that series against Miami, granted, he hurt his ankle and all of that. But even before he got hurt, he was only putting up 14, uh, 15, 16 and points. And still with a loss. So at the end of the day, they're still getting production from the others. It's your superstar that's supposed to perform in the playoffs. This is when it's time for the rubber to meet the road. So if you can't count on your superstar, which is the back-to-back MVP and defensive player of the year, then who are you supposed to count on? I uh, that 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 MVP award, man. The way it's a popularity thing. It's so watered it's down, so down now, fraudulent, dude. man. Because I'm <laughs> sorry, dude. Like if your MVP can't even fucking make it to the Eastern, the, the conference finals game. Like, come on, dude. at least make it done. You losing in the second round back to back years. Easily. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, one. Miami should have <laughs> swept them last year. Four and one. then I, I think they lost to, to uh, Boston. Was it Boston? Either Boston or Philly. It, yeah. Come on, man. And, and and they smacking y'all the whole series. And, that, and, that's, and that's my point. And that's why I was like, I ain't going to keep beating a dead horse. But I'm saying that's my point. Like, it's too many players. 
that have been in the league either as long as Mitchell or longer that y'all could be saying that you're trying to motivate. Ben Simmons. <laughs> Paul George. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's too many people that, that you can say that you're trying to motivate. That was just pure hate to me. Mm. Like, you just a hater, dog. Like, there's no way that you say that to somebody following a win. Right. If this was a, a off-the-court interview or y'all bumping into each other and some cameras just so happen to be rolling, he's like, look, man, I don't think you got what it takes. You need to go prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. He could have approached that dude that way. Yeah. Look, man, I want you to prove me wrong. We up here talking about you don't have to be like challenge him. But he just flat out, man, I don't think you got what it takes. But, but I'm but still though, it's like what are you basing this shit off of, man? Cause with you, you basing it off this is the the playoffs last year, man, because he didn't have the meltdown. It was like the team had the meltdown. Just, like he put on one of the best shows that we done like seen. It, was, in a it long wasn't time, him, bro. If if he's not there, they swept. Easily. They get swept. Easily. Because he had, he had whipped 40, 50 point games. Back and to him back. And him and Murray had probably one of the best. Remind me of AI and Carter that one year. Facts. Man, Facts. they had one of the best playoff games, man, you will Facts. ever see. And then, and you're right. You're absolutely right. And that's why I'm like, how do you follow that up with, I don't think you can take your game to the next. What the hell is the next level? <laughs> like, now you putting championship goals on a dude that's in his fourth season, going into his fourth season, early in the fourth mm-hmm. season, you telling him that he got to win the championship before you tell James Harden that? Mm-hmm. Before you tell Kyrie you need to turn your game up to another level? All this fancy dribbling and putting up buckets, hey, we passed that. You've been in the league too long, now. Yeah. Like, we we beyond that. And that's going to take me to my next topic. And we already spoke about Zion, but I'll save that for last. We're going to transition to Brooklyn. I'm not sold. It looks good. If you want to watch a pickup game, you want to sit down and watch a whole bunch of points being put up. Yeah. And it ain't even really fancy points. They just shooting jump shots. Yeah. One-on-one dribble pull-ups. I'm going to tell you, though, like you said this last night, man, they sleeping on Joe Harris. He's cold. He's cold. If they don't find a way to get that man that ball, dude, like on paper, by far, the best big three you'll ever see on paper. Now, me personally, I think that they need to try to get rid of Kyrie because he's going to fuck up their chemistry. Now, when it was Kevin Durant and Harden, not going to lie, they they actually looked all right. It was scary. They, they looked all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when you, but when you got a, another superstar, you got three alpha males out there, and two of them are ball dominant. You know what I'm saying? KD can play off the ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He don't really dribble that much. You know what I'm saying? But he can he can play majority of the game off the ball. But with but with Harden and, and Kyrie basically dribbling now, what is it, 30 seconds at the clock now? Man, you, just you dribble, 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 dribble. What, what now, Charles Barkley say? Dribble, 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 dribble. You know what I'm saying? Like on paper it looks great, but man, they I'm not I'm just like you, man. I'm not sold, man. I, I see them at best, maybe five in the East. At best. And I and I think that they'll lose in either the first or the second round, depending on who they matched up with. If they don't get a, 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 a another big man because they don't have one outside of DeAndre uh, Jordan 
Yeah, they they really should have tried that and kept Jared Allen. That's what killed him because that's your interior defender. Man, he was, really, I swear he was swatting stuff left and right. You don't see Jordan doing that shit no more, like how he was doing at the Clippers. But if you if they don't get another big man, man, they in trouble, dude. I I, I honestly I can't see them. Uh, they they'll have trouble with with Milwaukee, even though I think that series will be entertaining because that'll be an up and down type of series. Um, Boston might give them a good set. I, I would like to see them matched up with Philly, to be honest. Everybody keep talking. I haven't seen Philly yet. I keep reading all these articles where they're saying that if the season ended right now, MB would be the MVP. And I'm like, what? Like, what am I missing? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so I'm going to have to try. I ain't even trying to be funny. I'm being real. Like, I'm going to have to sit down and watch them. I haven't seen Boston for real yet. Like, this whole COVID thing. And they postponing games. I was like, man, Westbrook done went to to, to the Wizards and died. <laughs> like I'm like, nah, like he's he is forgotten. Yeah, and I ain't I, even heard his name. And that's when I realized, like, man, they ain't even play. They ain't even been playing. I was like, I don't even know what's going on with them. Yeah. But that that shows you that the grass is not always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I know it's early, but I feel like that's what's gonna shake. In Brooklyn, the grass is not greener on the other side Mm-mm. because, first of all, how it all transpired, it it, it wasn't organic. It's forced. Mm-hmm. All of it is forced. You break up the perfect role players for Brooklyn. Yeah. They had all the pieces that you could possibly ever ask for with two superstars as the icing on the cake. Joe Harris is cold. Levert gave up Levert. Was cold. Unfortunately, Dinwiddie's hurt, but he gets buckets. Mm-hmm. Allen, interior defense. Yep. Like, what else do you need to be a championship caliber team? So James Harden, he's a sucker for what he done. Yeah. And now he forced his way out of Houston. That's a whole nother conversation in his own self because. Not to bring up LeBron, but that's why I hate the comparison. Man, LeBron ruined the NBA. Bro, he <laughs> was a free agent. He filled out his contract, signed his name, and at the end of it, he fulfilled it. Yeah. He's free. He yeah. can go do whatever he wants to. Yeah. You don't tell me you signed a $208 million contract. You still got two or three years left on the yeah. books. And then you force your way and out. And you done took yourself to – uh. What Kevin say out there in Houston? Frenchie's chicken. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Papa Do's. Like you in the strip club eating lemon pepper Lou wings. Yeah. And now you come in a training camp out of shape, mm-hmm. fat, doing everything that you could possibly do to get yourself basically traded. If I was Houston, I'm sending your ass to Orlando somewhere. <laughs> you man, you going to the Timberwolves? Yeah. Like. You don't you don't dictate where you go, and then if you really look at it in return, they get Oladipo, and he said he don't even want to yeah, play for Houston. for Houston, yeah. and his contract is up at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what did you really get out of it? And then I saw where I think Houston traded for the kid from Cleveland. You know what I'm talking about? Whoever they just drafted, Porter or something, whoever he is, uh, the kid who was throwing the food in the locker room the other night. I don't know if you saw it. I'm about to look that up. Uh, whoever they just drafted, when they made the trade 
with Brooklyn and then sent them to Cleveland. They gave dude's locker up. And he was pissed off about it. So he ended up throwing food. And uh, him and the GM, they said they got into it. And I guess he cussed the GM out or whatever. And they, they got rid of his ass instantly. So, um, was it Chris Clemens? No, nah, Kevin Porter, somebody. Oh, I'll look it up too. But, um, I know I got off I topic. Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin yeah. Porter Jr., yeah. So it's like you already used one of them picks or a pick for a kid that obviously Cleveland don't care for. So it's like, what did you get in return other than sending him somewhere where he wants to be happy? So I didn't agree with how that happened. Then you got Kyrie. He goes MIA. That's some more sucker shit. Yeah. Like, okay, you needed a mental break. We all have days where he's like, you know what, man, I don't, I don't even feel like going today. I'm just taking a day for myself. But I still got to call in. I still got to tell somebody that I ain't going to be there today. Yeah. So Nash don't know where you at. The GM don't know where you at. You just going to text the team a few minutes before tip-off. Hey, man, I ain't going to be here today. <laughs> And then video surface where you in the club partying. Yeah. yeah. Then the next day we got a game. You in a Zoom meeting. <laughs> you in a Zoom meeting with whoever you on here with. But it's like that's a slap in the face of all the people that's getting up going to practice, doing all the stuff that they got to do. And not only that, your first game back, you back in the starting five. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, we, we, we throwing some chairs. Yeah. We doing something. Because there's no way in hell that I'm going to sit here and go through all of that. And they still lost, right? <laughs> Sexton okay. winning yeah. they back. Yeah, they lost that game. Sexton winning they back. I watched that game start to finish, and that's what I'm saying. And um, you can give me your input on this. I'm like, just watching them play right now, it literally looks like wreck ball. That's what it does. It look, it's, it, it, there's no sets at all. No set offense ran. What's what's gonna kill Brooklyn, dude? They the had, they have no defense, none. Like you at, get whatever shot you want at all. They have no. KD might be their best defensive <laughs> player on their <laughs> team, and he can't really play defense. Look, we saw you what know, Rozier did today. You ass. know, Harden ain't playing defense. Kyrie's never been able to play defense. Sexton was just giving him. I'm buckets. talking about man. I seen so though he 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 cooked. Uh, who was it? Uh, was it because he? I, I didn't see him get the hard. It was Kyrie over on the wing. The step back, step to the side. Shh. You know, what I'm just straight, straight straight bottom man. Like and then got KD. Yeah, oh, you took the words right out and of my then mouth, got dude. KD next. I was like, what, once like, once I saw that, I was like, you know what? He's in the zone. <laughs> it's only a handful of people that know, like, once you see a few of them go in and you you get that touch, whatever you throw up is mm-hmm. is going in. Dude's nice, though. I like Sexton, though. He's just on the wrong team. He's actually He surprised right. me, though. He's actually all right, man. Because I was telling my cousin, because he, he do the little fantasy NBA and all that. Yeah. And this was before the season started. And he was like, should I take Sexton? Or I think he said Kimball. I think that's who he was saying. Right. And I'm like, man, that's a no-brainer. I was like, no, you need to get Kimball. He's like, no, nah, I don't know, man. Sexton's nice. Yeah. 
And I was like, nah, I was like, sexing ain't like yeah, that, bro. Sex is nice, man. And man, when I tell you that, like, that, that was a good game. Like, that was a real good game. And I just kept saying to myself, it was like, okay, Brooklyn came back. I was like, oh, here they go. They can ring on and, and do what they do. But even late in the game, it was still Kyrie take it, dribble, dribble, penetrate. The next trip down, James Harden, dribble, dribble, penetrate. Next trip now, KD, two dribble pull up, and they just kept yeah, rotating. Like they, they, they rotate their shots, and you know what I'm saying? As a player on that team, I'm looking at this shit like, hold the fuck up. Joe I, Harris I, buried in the corner. I he, don't give nah. a dude. I don't care who you are. Man, pass me, man, swing at peel. <laughs> the only good thing about it is, that, like, it's very rare that Harris misses. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, dog. Like, he ain't touched the ball in however long. But when that ball come to him and he put it up, it's cash. Mm -hmm. I was like, dog, that's crazy. Like, the other night he come off the bench. And as soon as he come in, he caught it, put it up, cash. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dog, this motherfucker's cold. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't ain't, uh, um, that Tony assistant? See? And that's that's where I'm going to go with it. Look. Think about this, dude. They are Phoenix and the Houston Rockets. No defense. Mash all in the one. The Phoenix why the, the Phoenix Suns why I say because you gonna get high taint offense. Don't get me wrong. They just missing the Steve Nash to dish the ball out. Phoenix that year, that with those years, like you, you had to literally outscore Phoenix. I think they was putting up like one twenty a night. Easy. But, you know what I'm saying? Like with Brooklyn, because like. KD is the only dude on that team you really got to worry about if he's going to have an off night or not. You already – Kyrie will have an off night. You know what I'm saying? James right. Harden will have an off night. You know, if he right. if he's shooting uh, 6 or 17 from uh, the field, best believe he'll probably still have 30 points because he, he'd put up 20 fucking free throws. But, uh, like, KD the only one that you legitimately have to worry about on that team scoring-wise. Because, like, it, it's very rare that he has a bad night shooting. Right. And on the positive side, I will I will give KD credit here. Because the shots that he's getting now are high-quality looks. Mm-hmm. And like you said, splash. Mm-hmm. So he's efficient. He's efficient with it. So he's, he's getting 30 like it's nothing. Yeah. But in them games where it's close – and you need a bucket like the other night. KD's on the wing on the opposite side of the ball just standing around. Yeah. There's no way that you got those three lethal players and you're not running nothing to make the defense <laughs> have to guess who's going to take that shot. That's what was so beautiful about Golden State. As much as I hated Golden State, you never knew who was going to take the shot. Yeah. yeah. It even came down to – Barbosa them was taking uh yeah. Harrison you know, Barnes uh, was taking shots. Livingston. That's what I'm saying. Like, that was yeah. the that was before the KD and the yeah. original Golden original, State. Yeah. Where the second unit came in and played just as beautiful as the first unit. Mm-hmm. You never knew who was gonna take the shot. You got Draymond leading the break. Curry's coming off a, a pin down. Clay's coming off a pin down on the other side. So you get the ball to Curry. Everybody chases after him, and then Clay's on the other side wide open. So two two passes, Clay's open. Yep. But with Brooklyn, the floor is spread out. 
five wide. You don't have nobody in the paint. Two people in the corners. KD's on the wing. Somebody's at the top. And whoever got the ball is dancing with it on the other wing. Yeah. And penetrate, draw the defense, kick out. As of right now, KD's been knocking down the kick out. Yeah. I saw before Kyrie got back, Harden broke down the defense, kicked out the KD. He's knocking it down. Kyrie kicked out a few times. But then late in the game, Kyrie starts trying to take over. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, uh-oh, they're going to have a problem. That's, that's what the problem's going to be, man. They're going to have a problem. And not only that, they was getting killed on the boards. Yep. None of them are one-on-one defenders. Nope. So I'm like. They're not, they not getting no offensive boards because all your players is out, out on the perimeter. <laughs> DeAndre George is the jump. only one that's in the paint. Shooting jumpers. If it wasn't a fast break <laughs> layup or a dunk, it was just jumpers. Right. And I'm just like, I mean, like you said, it looks good on paper. Uh, they play Cleveland again tonight. I'll probably sit down and watch that. But it's like, I'm just looking at it for entertainment purposes. Yeah, I'm because not sold on Brooklyn, man. I, I four or five is best, and I think they'll lose in the second round. They won't get past second round, depending on who they match up with. That's gonna be. Key. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt a little bit because it's still early. I'm hoping that they eventually bring in some more pieces or figure out some kind of offense to where everybody's moving. That's what's going to make them lethal. Mm-hmm. But that's standing around. I was like, man, this is just Houston 2.0. Basically. You just an upgraded Houston <laughs> Rockets. Dude. It's garbage. Basically. But we'll definitely see. So real quick before we get out of here, man, that's why I was like, I'm glad we had that conversation. It took me into a better space mentally because I swear if I – if I was about seven three, I would swing on Shaq. <laughs> I would swing. I, like I just, I'm sorry, bro. It's just like I, I can't fix my mind to understand these old heads. Dog. It's like you supposed to be the mentor. Everybody talks about how the NBA is a brotherhood and this and that, but yet y'all all sit on these panels. Shaq, Barkley, Paul Pierce, Jalen Rose. Like y'all all sit on these panels, and you find ways to just throw darts at these dudes. And I just, for whatever reason, I just don't like that. Like, I understand uh, constructive criticism. You got to be able to take it. Everything ain't going to always be praise. But at the same time, man, you just sitting here putting my game under a microscope and just trying to find all the flaws in my game. Like, come on, bro. Not only Mitchell that. Really, Mitchell really don't have a flaw. That's what I'm saying. They, they start talking about he don't get rebound. No, he ain't number what, about 6'3"? Six four, six three. He's six three at best. <laughs> like, what are y'all telling Utah to do? Clear out the way, like Westbrook, go get <laughs> right. rebounds. Like, well, like he don't need to do that. But that, but that, but see, that's the thing. Like, see, they will make that comparison. I will. Russell Westbrook does it. Westbrook stat pad. There's a difference. You know what I'm saying? He actually tell his teammates, "Hey, nigga, get out the way. I need to get this rebound." <laughs> you, know <what> <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? There, there, there's a difference, man. You know what I'm saying? Mitchell, right. he, he'll go down there in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? If he need to. You know what I'm saying, right. but he—it's not a part of his game. He—he's not at six three. He's not gonna go down there and average you seven seven legit rebounds right. a game. I ain't gonna talk about that little bullshit that that Westbrook and Harden them be doing the shit where they clear, making sure the team clear out everybody. And then you so just you run in there and grab it and yeah, keep going. Like, like on, nah, man. bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, is this really where we at in the game, or are you asking your point guard? To go in and crash the boards when you got a two mil, $200 million big man. man. That's, that's nah, you better be cleaning that, up man. the glass 
Everybody that go up, you better get your hands on it. That's his job. As far as the assist, it's like he's a scorer. Like, you didn't ask T-Mac to do that. Nope. You didn't ask thing. Iverson to do that. You didn't ask Iverson to go in and crash the glass mm-hmm. or you need to set up Eric Snow and Aaron McKee. <laughs> you didn't tell him that. You need to get Matumbo the ball more. Yeah. Like, that's, what I'm, that's why I felt like it was nitpicky and you just – Trying to cloud it as, oh, I'm just trying to motivate. Like, no, nah, bro, that's fucking hate. That's pure hate. You asking somebody to play a whole different style when the current style is working. Yeah. If Utah was losing, I can get them. You know what, man? You got to quit shooting the ball so much. Help get your teammates involved. I'm like, shit, Shaq play with Kobe. How many times did Kobe come in and say, bro, you got to get in shape? You coming in the training camp, like, that's basically saying, dude, I don't think you got what it takes. Yep. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but if you say that to him, I got four rings. Yeah. You can't tell me nothing. I got four <laughs> rings. Like, no, bro. Like, I hate that well, shit. Well, there's some truth before, behind what Kobe said. Because he said if he did come in, if he was there in shape, I believe that they probably could have won about six or seven NBA finals. Easy. Like, like because well, nobody fucking with Shaq, man. NBA, Easy. Dude. And then you got Kobe steady climbing each year. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, the, you but, see the improvement, but you're going to tell somebody else they ain't got what it takes. Right. But yet every year you decline. Yeah. Your production declined. You were just bigger than everybody, bro. Mm-hmm. And it, it just so happens that, all right, you are historically great, but how much of your size played a factor in it? And we've had that conversation before, actually on this podcast. Like, yeah. how much did your size influence the outcome of your career? You didn't really have no footwork. You really didn't have no touch around the basket as far as a a, a hook shot or a turnaround. But see, like, he didn't get that till he got to LA because that bullshit he was doing on Orlando, <laughs> he was just straight dunking on people, man. Let's let's be and, and he was quicker then. That's you know what, what I'm saying. saying? He so was it's a like slim, three hundred pounds. You know what I'm saying? When he got to LA, you know. You know, let authentic Mexican join out there. You know what I'm saying? They put on a couple pounds. He was 320. But see, like, I, and I, I seen your post that you posted earlier today about the top 10. I'm starting to think that Shaq might not even be in the top 10. Uh, man, the, you saw the comments. Yeah, I don't know like, if you read them. I, did, I skimmed through them because, once again, I'm not arguing with none of you fuckers. <laughs> About basketball, I'm not. I, I'm not getting into that because they get to the point to where it's like, man, look, what's your address? Or here's my address. Pull up. Let's sit down and really have a discussion about this. And that, I'm starting to think that he's really because if you you think about this, bro, I think he had. Uh, did he have? Did he? Did he get the thirty thousand? Was he at twenty nine or twenty eight? I don't think he crossed. 30. I don't think he crossed thirty. That for one should eliminate you right there. And then you think about this, too. You've never been a defensive player of the year. you never led the league in rebounds. Uh, I, 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 don't, I can't even remember if he led the league in block shots. And that's what I'm saying, dude. It's like when I, when I made that post earlier, and shout out to the homie Fred. I'm going to tag you when I upload this. And to answer your question, Shaq finished with 28,596 career points. So he never crossed, he never crossed 30K. 30. So when I made the post, I literally was saying it in terms of how do you 
sit on this panel every week or you get on your podcast or people interview you and you make these statements and you critique people's game. Nobody's saying that you can't critique their game, but you try to use your credentials as to why you're able to say what you say. Right. But you keep putting yourself on this pedestal. I earned it. I, I know what I'm talking about. I know what it takes. Charles, you don't know what it takes to win a championship. You never won a championship. I know what it takes. And it's like, it gets to the point to where I get tired of listening to it. Because at the end of the day, bro, you was never known for your work ethic. Mm-mm. You was never known for going in and putting in the work and the results are, they speak for themselves. You was just bigger than everybody. You know, but you think about this, though, man. Ain't no disrespect to Shaq, man. Because I, 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 I like, I like, I ain't going to say love. I, I got a like for him now because he's just being disrespectful as shit. He's been disrespectful <laughs> lately. But you think about it, you keep talking about these championships. You don't have those three if Kobe's not there. Let alone Phil Jackson. You know what I'm saying? So you got this other up-and-coming superstar with this coach and not to mention the talent around y'all. So you got that. Do you win one without D Wade? So hell but if that no. but if that's the if that's the case, why the hell you didn't win one with Penny? And you only went to one final because when you was with Penny. Because he didn't quote unquote, he didn't have what it took. Man, he didn't have on, what dude. it takes. Penny, and, uh, and, Penny was the next best thing to to Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen in the nineties. Exactly. So going back to what I was getting ready to say real quick, but I was like, you're saying all these things, you're putting yourself on this pedestal, and you barely even top 10. Yeah. And when I said that, it was just like, what? Shaq's barely top 10? I'm like, dog, if you really, really think about it, in no particular order, again, we all know, I think LeBron is the best player. So LeBron, Jordan or Kobe, however you want to put it in that mix. Mine is LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, Magic. Then you can start with Bird or Kobe. See, like, when they get to five, that's when they get kind of tricky. Because I'm like, because you can go either way with Michael Michael Jordan and LeBron at one and two. And, And then Kareem... Uh, to be honest with you, you would go one, one, two, and three in any order with Mike, J- LeBron, and Kareem. Facts. I honestly think Magic should be four. Like to be honest, that's what I'm saying. He, but he, he but for some odd reason, like I on a lot of people's list, man, I see Magic at five, at at seven, and I'm looking like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm like, hold up, dude. Like, I, I I really wish, dude. Like, 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 my pops was was still living, man. Cause die hard, like fan. Bird and Magic save the NBA in the '80s, and and like, if if, my, if people ain't never seen them play, I actually got to watch. You know, what I'm saying both of them play. Now, granted, it was middle towards the end of their careers. Even though you know, what I'm saying their careers ended early. Bird with right. the back. Uh, uh, Magic Johnson, you know what I'm saying, with the HIV virus. But, I mean, come on. Like, it's it's just so disrespectful, man, to have. I, like, Bird is a solid. I'm going to say Bird's a solid six or seven. 
he's I give so him that's that. what I'm saying. Like he's he's one of them names <laughs> where it's like, bro, he's definitely in your top ten, middle of the pack. Yeah. His name has to be middle of the pack. So now, once you get through your top five, and that's what I'm saying, LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, Magic, and then five on down, it's like because you because you gotta because you gotta put Wilt there. You gotta put Wilt in there. Kobe's in there, and then it's kind of like where you put Tim Duncan. At? Where do you put? And, and that's why if you saw my post for anybody that's listening, you go look at my post. That's why I listed six. And then I stopped yeah. and I said, you can insert Shaq anywhere <laughs> you want to, there. but you definitely cannot dismiss Bill Russell, mm-hmm. Wilt Chamberlain, or Tim Duncan. Yep. So once you look at those names and you actually look at their resume and their career, and then you look at Shaq and you kind of like, ah, yeah. wait a minute. So that's why I said what I said. You're barely top 10 if you really want to keep it all the way 100. So it's like for you to sit on these panels and and you speak so highly of yourself and you feel like you you fall into this category, if I had to pick, you're not better than Hakeem Olajuwon. Skill-wise, hell no. Like, not even close. If you want to keep it all the way gangster, David Robinson don't have the rings to follow, but as far as the skill set on both ends of the floor... You're not really better than David Robinson. You're just bigger. Mm-hmm. So even if you make a list of the top five seven footers, but but see, and I'm glad that you said that. You know, I'm going to cut you off because he said it's it's Kareem, Will, Russell, him. After that, nobody's in discussion. So I'm like, damn, you're just going to disrespect Hakeem, David Robinson. You can kind of put Patrick Ewing in there. You know. It, it, but I mean, like, and and that's the thing because it's like if you really look at the basketball Hall of Fame, it's not just NBA; it's start to finish. Mm-hmm. Patrick Ewing put in work. Yeah, he just didn't have the team success in New York. When you look at it compared to the Lakers and Shaq, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's where it's like the whole man. This could be a whole another podcast in its own self. That's why I'm like that that ring shit. You you can miss me with that. Yeah, because you think about this, and I had to hit the soldier boy on this shit, man. Homie holler Carl Malone better than 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 uh Timmy D. And I was just like, man, bro, I'm like, man, and I, I had to say this, man. Like, I don't give a shit, dude, if Carl Malone do got fucking thirty-seven thousand points, dude. Majority of that came off of Stockton's fourteen thousand fucking assists. <laughs> Like well, look, let's uh, put that let's put that let's put that in play right right now they but they complement each other don't get me wrong you took the words out of my mouth they they really did but it's kind of like if neither one was was paired with each other do Malone have the thirty seven thousand points or do Stockton even have the fourteen thousand assists you got you got to take that in consideration now this is why I say with Timmy D you know what I'm saying I don't know how many points he ended up with. Fives like career points, but fives like your all around game, defense, rebounding, scoring, passing. Come on, dude. Malone, nobody's touching like the all. And, and then it's just like with the debate with Kevin McHale. It's like, what the hell did he fucking do? You know what I'm saying? Like, the only reason why he was able to do the shit that he was able to do in Boston because of. 
fucking Robert Parrish and Larry Bird was there to make it easier for him, dude. So here's here 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 comes another respectfully, and I truly mean respectfully, disagree. And it's a, a little a little bit because just playing devil's advocate. This okay. is not my true feelings. This is just me playing devil's advocate. Okay. You said that if Malone didn't have Stockton, he wouldn't have a lot of the points that he had and vice versa. Stockton wouldn't have a lot of the assists. Mm-hmm. You can, can you say that about Tim Duncan too? If he doesn't get drafted by the Spurs, he had a fundamental game. He had an all around complete game, but his personality and his style of play fit San Antonio. It perfect pops style. Yes. Now that was a match made in hand. Yeah, it was. But you have to think about this though, and it depends on the coach too. Like I, I think if you put Tim Duncan anywhere else, do we have five rings? I don't think he do. Honestly, if he goes anywhere else, I don't think he has five rings. But with the type of player that that he was, you can build around that. That's because right. of the skill set. That's fair. Right. Like with Malone. I'm no 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 disrespect, no discredit to him. You can't build around because like, I think I I don't I don't want to say that they came in at the same year. I think it was like one or two years apart. Yeah, uh, 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 Stockton and Malone. I, I want to say that it was like one or two years apart. But, Something like that. But it was like, all around what yeah, 83, 84. Yeah, but it's 85. like like with with Malone, I can't. You especially in Utah at that time, <laughs> you can't put the necessary pieces around him to make Utah a championship caliber team. Now, granted, they never missed the playoffs. If you never knew that, when they when they paired up together, Utah never missed the playoffs. I didn't like ne- not one time. I didn't know that they just could never get past your San Antonio's, your your, right. your Houston Rockets. Right. Yeah, your Los Angeles like they could never get your Portland Trailblazers. They couldn't get past that. Like I, I just think skill wise, with with Tim Duncan, you can build your team, your franchise around him. You could put the the necessary pieces around him to possibly win a championship. Now I've always said this about Carmelo. Like I said, no knock to him. I and just my belief. I real deal don't think he have thirty seven thousand points without Stockton. I, I just don't because if you look at his game now, don't get me wrong, Mel Man, he was he was punching on people. He even that's what I was going to say, Mel Man had with the hand he behind the head. He ever said his signature dunk because it was on the uh, the Bulls versus Lakers games NBA showdown. You know what I'm saying? He I, was and, box office. Yeah, he, dog. he was box office, man. But but you got to think though, man. A lot of those points came off that pick and roll though. He right. The pick and pop. You're right. It, a lot it was, of it. It was definitely peanut butter and yeah, jelly, dog. a lot of it, man. Like, and, and that's fair. That's fair. We ain't even going to dive deep into that because it's just, at that point, it just comes down to opinion. Yeah, and it's no disrespect to the mailman, dog. And, and you're no right. And that, I'm I'm glad you threw that lob, like, perfect lob. You just stocked into Malone meat. Zion and John Morant. That's the, that's the perfect transition into this conversation. We couldn't have scripted. None of this is rehearsed. Did you see what Carmelo said about uh, about Zion? I did. Oh my god, I did. But did you see? But it, second year, 
So you know they did the minutes comparison. Carl Malone played two more minutes than what uh, Zion's playing right now. And he's saying that he need to get in shape. You should be averaging over 40 minutes a game. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know it that. Yeah, it was uh, Zion is like at 32.4. And Carl uh, Malone was like at 34.6. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I'm going to have to go back and watch the full yeah. interview to, to, to yeah, catch He said it. this man need to get in shape because he should be averaging 40 minutes a game at his second season. And they did the comparison with their minutes. And Malone was only averaging two more minutes than Zion. But in Carl Malone's defense, I'm going to agree with him. And here's why. So, like I said, this is a smooth transition. We ain't going to make it long. We'll wrap it up. We've been on here for an hour. Um, The other night, I'm watching the Memphis versus Phoenix game. Uh, Martin Luther King night. Yeah. Amazing game. I'm talking about going back and forth, bucket for bucket. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that game. Yeah. And – John Morant's impact on the outcome of that game, the energy that he brings to Memphis every time he touches the ball, every time that kid is on the floor, you can feel it. Mm -hmm. You sitting at home and you can feel it. It's, it's electrifying. He's entertainment. And he gives them that confidence to go out and compete with anybody. Yeah. Like Phoenix come out the gate this year and they was hooping. They was by like Phoenix, is a legit team right now with what Chris I tell Paul. What did I tell you? Super legit. <laughs> you definitely told me. I told you. Super legit. So if you look at Memphis roster, nobody stands out on that roster other than John Moran. Mm-hmm. If you really want to be technical. Yeah. So after that game was over and Memphis won, John Morant made some clutch buckets, driving to the basket, driving dish to Grayson Allen in the corner. He was making plays and closed out that game and carried them to a victory. Yeah. I posted on my personal social media, John Morant is better than Zion, hands down, no questions asked, and if you don't like it, fight me. My page blows up yet again. (laughs) And the things that I was seeing, I'm like, Zion don't have the right pieces around him. Oh, God. Zion, uh, he don't have the playoff experience players and this and that. And I'm like, are we not looking at the roster that Memphis got? If you really want to be technical, Ja had Memphis in a playoff spot last year if they don't come out with this play-in format. Okay, let, let's let's break down these rosters, right? So, uh, Valentunez, I think, is the center for Memphis. It's one touch away. We'll pull it up right I now. Think, I think so. So the center that Memphis has is not better than Stephen Adams. I got the roster right here. Grayson Allen, who is D- Desmond Bain. I don't even know who that is. Right. Uh, Dylan Brooks from uh, where Oregon. he go? Oregon. Yeah, I, I know him. Uh, Josh, Josh, was it Josh Jackson? No, I don't think he's on there no more. He is, but he's hurt. Yeah. He's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson, yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm going through the guards first. So, Tyus Jones. Okay. Who is – I don't even know who this is. John Conchar. Look, I, that, this is hey, this hey, is hey, even – this is icing on the cake. He's he, European. DeAnthony Milton. And then here's John Morant. Okay. Then your forwards, Kyle Anderson. Uh, Damn, Brent, he's still hooping? Yeah. Brandon Clark, we talked about Jackson. Okay. Uh, Sean McDermott, 
Uh, who is this? Killian Tilly. I don't even know who that is. Xavier Tillman. Winslow is out. Yeah. Gorgie, uh, Louisville. Gorgie Jane. Yeah. However you say it. Uh, John Tay Porter. Whoever he is. Never heard and of him. Valentunis. And Valentunas. Okay. <laughs> Steven Adams. Brandon Ingram. Zion Williamson. Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Eric Blesso. Josh Hart. JJ Reddick. <laughs> Uh, that that that's seven players right there, and the list goes on, and that's why I'm like, I'm like, for us to even have this discussion is crazy because I'm saying that Brandon Ingram is hooping. Mm-hmm. I, I think we would have never. I him. think the best thing for him was to leave LA because now he's he's confident. He ain't got no pressure on him. He's balling. Yeah, but I'd rather have him than Kuzma. Kuzma, oh man, Kuzma <laughs> gotta go, dude. Like he gotta go, man. He just. Kuzma just, I don't know. I don't know. But that's a whole other conversation in itself. So it's like, you draft Zion. Man, we've been riding Zion's coattail since he was 13, 14. We've been hyping him up to be this, just no disrespect, but this godlike figure. Like, he's, so many people was debating, he's better than LeBron. He's better than LeBron was at this age. He can jump higher. And I'm like, it's, he don't have the court vision. No. He don't have the IQ. Mm-mm. He can just jump. He just has a vertical leap. And once he got to Duke, to me, he done got heavier. Yeah. He's gotten heavier. And that's the, going back to the beginning. Shaq, like, if you're going to motivate somebody, motivate this kid to be like, look, dude, you only 19 years old. You supposed to be right now destroying the league just off of athleticism alone. Your skill set ain't even came yet. That's the part that you should be mastering as your career goes on. Right now, you should just be running and jumping. And that's where I feel like that's what Carl Malone was trying to say. Like, you're talking about a kid that's fresh out of college. Now, granted, he done had his knees cut open. So mm-hmm. that plays a, a, pack, a factor into it, too. I'm not going to be selfish and not consider that. But before they went into the bubble, that's all we heard about, man. Zion has dropped 15 pounds, and he's done this. And so y'all didn't make the playoffs, so you left the bubble early, and the season started late, and you still didn't come in the training camp in shape? He he just he just looked heavy out there. Doc. Yeah. Like, his, his points is like quick jumping putbacks, tip-ins. He might make a little move here and there and bully to the basket. But this is where I give him credit, his touch around the rim. I, I, I've i never seen nobody finish the way he finishes. Yeah, yeah. Because he's finishing through traffic, changing. Yeah. And he's shooting, coming down with left-handed. And I'm just like, dog, his, his ability to finish around the rim is amazing. Yeah, it, 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 it's his, yeah, it shit's elite. I ain't even going to lie about that. But ain't gonna lie. it doesn't roll over into victories. Nope. And that's what I was saying in the comparison with Zion and John Morant. He hurt his ankle. Ja hurt his ankle and was out for like a week or two. And you saw the difference. As soon as he steps on the court, Memphis is back in the conversation of winning ball games again. Yeah. <laughs> and they're actually, if the playoffs started today, Maybe Memphis has a spot. Yeah. I didn't even know he was back until I seen that that Phoenix game. Because I, I, when he hurt his ankle, I thought he broke it. And he, man, it was nasty. Yeah. And he lacing up the Kobe wrestling boots. Yeah. Yeah. He killing people in the Kobe wrestling yeah. boots. Though. Like, he, said. He, he said he wearing a high top joints. <laughs> For the remainder of the year. And I don't blame him. 
He's out there moving and like Jake the Snake for real, dude, man. man Morant, I, I, I said this shit. I didn't even know who Morant was until I seen him catch a body when he was at Murray State, and he did it against Alabama. That's when I first started watching John Morant. And this was his sophomore year, his last year at Murray State. He, when he came through the lane and punched on dude from Alabama so hard, dude, I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up. Like, no, no nigga to 6'2", 6'3". I don't even know how tall he is. He, I'm, I'm gonna say 6'2", at best. I'm right. like, no nigga this, this, this height should be doing the shit that he's doing. And he's man. small, like skinny, yeah. like, with no fear. And he's then, coming in there with then, no and fear. Then, and then you think about this. The tournament, right? The spotlight was on Mary State, Jabarant. Putting up triple Nobody doubles. was even talking about Duke <laughs> until they was ready to lose to Taco Neal. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. And shout out to the bro, uh, Eugene. He said he wanted to jump on here, and I'm going to tag you as well. Feel free to counter it, and we'll have this conversation. But he was saying that <coughs> the positions make a difference. He was like, Ja is a point guard, so he's more hands-on where Zion has to wait to receive the ball. But I'm like, this is where I respectfully disagree again because I'm saying that both were drafted with expectations of turning the franchise around. Mm -hmm. Zion still gets his touches. Yeah, He gets touches equivalent to Brandon Ingram, if not more. John Morant, last year, his knock was he wasn't aggressive enough. They were saying that he was looking to pass. He's looking to facilitate. So even for him to have that mindset of, yeah, I can take over the game and score, but I want to get everybody involved. And that's what you want in your point. That's the value in it all right there. That shows you the value. So you can't say, well, he's the point guard, because if you're going to say that, then that's a knock to job because he was using his position to set other people up. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's on this year, where he's going to get buckets and <laughs> set people up, that's what you want to see in your top three picks every year. Yeah. You want to see them take the next step. Zion is just Zion. He's yeah. not doing anything this year that we didn't see him do last year in what short season that he did play, and we didn't see him do at Duke. Yeah, He's the same exact person. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where... It dropped off that, but for me and my personal opinion, if you was a lottery pick, you were picked to come in and change the team around. Mm-hmm. No excuses. Or, or unless, you know what I'm saying, like in San Antonio's case, I, I think Dave Robson and Torres Achilles. That's the reason why they got that number one pick to get uh, Tim Duncan that year. No, I'm saying? Unless, something dra- unless something drastic happens like that to where – one of your supers, yeah, because he got hurt that year. He was gone for the remainder of the year. Okay. And uh and San Antonio ended up getting that first pick. That's how they ended up getting Tim Duncan. Now if it's if it's a case like that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just, you know, bad luck on your end and you lucked up right. getting that. But if you just a bottom feeder every year and you get these 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 lottery pick players, yes, these are players that if they, they are supposed to Turn this franchise around within three to four years. I'm not even going to say that. Here goes another respectfully disagree, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm saying that, think about it. 
We was born in the 80s. Right. If you go all the way back, even start with Jordan, and if you look at the number one picks through number one through number five picks from the 80s until now, it wasn't common that the number one pick was a flop. Right. Where now it's like it happens almost every other draft. I, in the 80s, I think the only one that was it was Sam Boot. And that, that was, I know of, and that was in 84. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That was that draft that we're yeah, talking and, about. And if you be, be talking about, like, present day, Anthony Bennett, of course. Ola, Kwame. Ola with Candy. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown is by far. <laughs> I, I, look, I, I can't, I, I'm sorry, because I, I can't. Like, nobody can change my mind on this, dude. I think he is by far. The weakest fucking player. Now, granted, he can say I've been in the NBA. I won't take that away from him. But he is by far the most. We- Scalabrini better than him. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> we ain't going to disrespect Scalabrini, no. Scalabrini <laughs> better than him. But I take Scalabrini over him. Dude. But it's like, but but like, look at this year's draft. The kid from, what was he, from Georgia? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey no, he, he's, he's actually... He's actually progressing a little bit now, though. Like, but here's it, the, it, it ain't honestly. And I'm gonna say this: I don't think that Minnesota should have fucking took him. I see. I, I understand why, because Delo's there. I would have personally had picked uh, Mello. You know what I'm saying? That, I, look, I, I, I shout I out to Michael Jordan because this is one pick yeah, that he actually got I right. Think I would have picked Mello. Mello balling. That's and, the pick and, he actually got and, right. And and, and, and like, like like Melo's really balling. Hooping. Like for real, for real. Like he is it's it's like he's each game he's getting more comfortable. Every more night. comfortable, dude. Big Blue Nation, don't come for me. I'm apologizing ahead of time. <laughs> don't come for me. Michael Jordan drafted Kid Gilchrist. Yeah. He drafted Adams. Like Adams, Adams. From uh Adams. uh the white dude. The Larry Bird looking dude. Everybody oh, oh, uh, 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 shit. Adam Morrison. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Morrison. Yeah. Yeah. All these, all these picks that Jordan done had, dog, it's just like, y'all should have been done turning that corner by now. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying about the draft, and I'll leave it alone. It's like, yes, we know that certain draft classes just stand out amongst the rest. Yeah. Your 84, your 96, 96. your 03s. Mm-hmm. Them, them draft classes just, they were elite. But still, you look at the caliber players, you look at your Dwight Howards. Dwight Howard was drafted and made an impact. Yeah. He's the number one pick. He made an impact. LeBron made an impact. Allen Iverson made an impact. Made a hell of an impact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like Chris Webber, he made an impact. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of number one picks off the top of my head. Like, I want to say uh, Tim Duncan. Uh, <laughs> I mean, even though David Robinson didn't come back, but Tim Duncan. But they, the, uh, you, if if you're drafted in the top five, yeah, that means that your game is supposed to be NBA ready. You're supposed to hit the ground running. It shouldn't be no, they, we gotta wait for him to develop. You need to tweak this and grow and da-da. no. If you're top five, you're ready to play. If it wasn't for the rules that said college, it had to be involved. You were going to be NBA I, I band. I forgot about Greg O's weak ass, too. Yep. God, I, it, it just dying on me. Forgot about Greg Oden. So, no, another bus. 
so that's what I'm saying. So going back to the Zion thing real quick, because dude was like, you still got to give him time to develop. I'm like, hell no. He should be out there running like a Giselle just off of pure athleticism alone. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the part I'm like, why do we keep giving people these excuses? There's no way that you sign a $100 million shoe deal. There's no way that you're on the cover of NBA 2K. You're getting all these commercials, but yet you're not asked to play up to the expectations that your checks are. Right. That's crazy to me. And I was like, dog, have we just gotten soft as a society all the way across the board to where it's like, no, don't don't put these expectations on them. That's too much. No, bro, you are you a top pick. But but who do you blame for that shit though? Because in high school and AAU, you don't see the games not unless you actually go see the games. You know what I'm saying? You going I, I remember the first time I seen Zion, it was highlights of shit. And I'm looking at this dude like, oh shit, like he just taking off on foods. You like know what I'm saying? Nothing. Like dunking with, on these with, little Catholic with kids. And I'm like, hold, I'm like, hold <laughs> the fuck up. Like, where's it? Where did he? Where the fuck did he come from? And it's like you see it at Duke. No disrespect to Kentucky, but <laughs> he he killed them niggas the whole game. Thirty piece. To you know what I'm saying? And then and then it's like you get to the league, and it's like now you you can see. And it's like, okay, hold up. This ain't the same kid that I watched the the highlight films when he was at that college. In, I mean, not college, uh, the high school in South Carolina. His highlight tapes from the AAU games, and then just the little the little bit and p- bits and pieces here from Duke. Like you know, you don't get to see those games. That's why, you, like, you, you blame you, you you watch or you what you can blame whatever I, whatever you want to call it. But it's like we we go by what we see. I actually watched a couple of LeBron LeBron James's games when he was at uh was it St. Vincent? Yeah, yeah, I because they was coming on ESPN. Yeah, first game I watched was when they played against um, Oak Hill. Yeah, Oak Hill. First game I watched, I'm looking at this cat like. Okay, this 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 nigga's actually he's actually he's in the league right. of his own. Yeah, he's all right, you know what I'm saying. And then I started, you know what I'm saying, reading up on him and following. I'm like, okay, dude, dude's gonna be legit. You know what I'm saying, six eight, two forty. Because I think I might have been a junior or a senior when I first heard about him. Because I think I'm what two years older than him. So yeah, two classes yeah. above him. So yeah, when I first heard about him. Cause I ain't know who he was until I saw that game. That's and how the whole yeah, world yeah. was. And, yeah, I ain't know who he was because that's all. That's all I kept on hearing, man. It's LeBron James out there in Akron. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Thing? I, I, don't, right. I ain't never. You Have know. you ever seen uh, more than a game? Yeah. After I watched that and you saw it from start to finish, you just like, damn, like, dude was really destined mm-hmm. to be what he was supposed to be, but. I'm glad that you brought up the Zion thing because I'm going to make it my mission to go back through some of my posts from when he was at Duke and I was making comments like, dog, his game's not going to transition to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Man, you crazy, man. He's phenomenal. Who can jump with him? He can jump so quick. His second jump, he going to be dunking on people. He gonna be, I'm like, dog, he don't have no skills. If you take the vertical away, what is he? what else is he good at? He's Charles Oakley. Basically. Like dead ass, not even trying to be funny. He's Charles Oakley. <laughs> Which Oakley though? And you know what? You know what? Nah, stop! 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 That's disrespect to Charles Oakley. My bad, Oakley. 
as disrespect, I'm thinking about Anthony Mason. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah, about Anthony yeah, Mason. Yeah. He's yeah. Anthony Mason. I didn't even mean to disrespect Charles Oakley. I don't know, though. You know what, though? Mason was actually all right, though, when he left New York and went to the, the Hornets, though. <laughs> I ain't even lying. And he ain't what he was a lefty, too, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Zion's Anthony Mason. He just couldn't jump. I'm standing on that. He just couldn't jump. I'm standing on that. And that's what you said. You said take away the vertical. You take away the vertical. He's Anthony Mason, bro. Those are facts. Debate with whoever you want to. You're not going (laughs) to debate with me. Those are facts. Yeah. yeah. And I said that. I was like, man, I'm not trying to hate on nobody. I'm like, dude, he's not an elite dribbler. Nope. He don't have no jump shot for real. So when he gets out there with the NBA, what, what is he... What's he going to do? Oh, man, he just going to dunk on everybody He and wait till he gets older and he develops all this. And I'm like, there y'all go with this wishful what, thinking. What does it have to be older to develop? Develop it now. Like, you're supposed to have this now and you just fine uh, tune it. Because it's like, okay, let's go back to the Giannis thing. And I'm going to leave it dead after that. Giannis has been in the league, what, six years? Six or seven years. Longer than that, ain't it? We'll find out. Hold on. Uh, I thought I was like eight or nine. I could be wrong. He's been in the league for a little bit. I'm going to say about seven. At least seven. He was drafted in 2014. So it's, it's, yeah, seven. Thirteen. So he's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is year eight. eight. Eight, okay. You tell me you've been in the league eight years and your ass still ain't got a consistent jump shot? So, I mean, everybody so can't shoot, so I'm going mean, to give him the benefit but, of the doubt, but you should still be able to step out 10 feet and consistently knock oh, it down. Oh, but hold up, bro, because now I, I got to throw your guy in this shit now. Uh-huh, what if yeah. we always say about LeBron, he's what? One-dimensional, right? We were saying that early on in his career, right? Yeah, let him shoot. Let him shoot. Now, now look at it. Pulling you up from the logo. You don't know how to defend him now. <laughs> like, you got to work. But, but if you look at the career in Cleveland, it wasn't consistent, but you've seen the improvement. Yep. These players now is not improving their at game all. outside of what they strongest at right now. At all. At all. You're absolutely right. And we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at Logo Bron. Little three. <laughs> so I called him the other night, Little Three, because he he had a step back on uh Lopez the other night to seal the deal. And uh real quick, because I always mention it every time you hear it, I was like, yeah. My Lakers look good. Oh my God with this shit, man. <laughs> oh. Look, let me let me let me look. Do I do I have to find another GIF? <laughs> Your rich dude, bro. My Lakers Rick look is good. Dude. My Lakers yeah, my, La- my Lakers do look good now, and 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 and, and this is with with these these um, Brooklyn Net fans that just came out of nowhere. Now, put your money up, Lakers in five, and I keep putting that post up with me with the cigar in my mouth, one one behind the ear, with my caption at the top, Lakers in five. Whoever won't <laughs> drop some money on that, because they nobody is beating the only the. The Lakers will beat the Lakers. That's the only way they're not winning the fight. We, we repeating. We getting 18. Right. I agree. I don't give a shit what nobody say. Real quick. We're not going to have a conversation about it. We're not going to go into depth about it. But I'm going to take it here. I got Green Bay and Buffalo. Ooh. I got Green Bay and Buffalo. Who you got? 
Ooh, boy, Sneed gonna be man. He gonna be on your bumper. Sorry, Sneed. I got Green Bay and Buffalo, Ooh, dog. Like, Lord. if you ask me, and I said we wasn't gonna have the conversation, but we here now. We here now. You know what? I, I, Cleveland should have beat them. I'm a, I'm a, especially with my homes going out. You know what? Buffalo's just right now. Buffalo nah, is, it, is it telling. Ain't even, it ain't even that. I actually think I actually thought Cleveland was gonna beat Kansas City. But I I like Buffalo against Kansas City, but at time they gonna bust Green Bay. It's too cold up there, dog. Watch. It's too cold. I, I you know it's I don't rock, you know I don't rock with old. Plus, Tom, AB's man. not playing. True, that is true. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Brady and Miller have a nice chemistry for yeah. whatever reason. That's a tundra, I, I, I know. I that you know, it's gonna be some. They said it might be uh high twenties, low thirties, yeah, possible chance of snow. Them Florida boys ain't ready for that. It's gonna be a nice game, man. I, I'm I'ma say, and I, as much as I hate to say this, man, because I fucking I don't I don't fuck with Tom Brady, man. But I, I like Tampa Bay. And then my cousin, he'll love to hear this shit because he's he. It's like only three diehard Buffalo Bill fans I know, and and one of them's my little cousin, and he's been waiting for this shit since 1995. <laughs> 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 you know, I the last time they made it to the AFC Championship game, they got busted up by Dallas when they lost to them in the Super Bowl. But he's been waiting for this for over 25 years now. So I, I'm gonna say Buffalo, and I'm gonna say by four, and I I really think you can say you you just <laughs> respectfully disagree. <laughs> For some odd reason, dude, I just think Tampa Bay is gonna go to Green Bay and beat them, and they will be hosting the Super Bowl Duh. in their own but, fucking but, state. And, and this is why I say that. Check this shit out. Tampa Bay is one game, one game away from from being the first team to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Right? It's Tom Brady. You don't think these refs is going? The headlines are there. It's scripted. It's yeah. set up. It's there. But the headlines are also there for Aaron Rodgers. It he's, is. he's definitely MVP. And let's be honest: whoever wins the AFC. They're going to run circles around Tampa Bay. They don't have a secondary nah, they to don't. keep up. They don't. They don't. So do we really want to – I mean, Green Bay's defense is low-key suspect too, but at least Aaron Rodgers can try to return the favor. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, it's going to be because that year Mahomes didn't play against Green Bay. Uh, that year Green Bay went to, to Kansas City because Mahomes was hurt. Uh, I think it was when he had uh, sprained his ACL or some shit. Okay. Uh, last year it was yeah. last year, and then you you look at the matchup. Of course, you wanted to be in either or Mahomes against Rogers or Mahomes against Brady. It's gonna either be either or. You, you can't go saying? wrong with none yeah. of the four teams. Yeah, you can't. But and we're gonna leave it alone. I promise we're gonna shut it down right here. If I'm Kansas City, I get that I want to win. We got a back to back Super Bowl possibility. In the equation, but I put five hundred mil. He didn't have a concussion last week. That nah. was some nerves. The way he, dude pulled him by his neck, yeah, and his arm locked. If if you didn't pay attention, his arm and everything locked like that. Mm-hmm. That's nerve damage. Yeah, 
If he get hit the wrong way and all of that ain't 100% healed, that's 500 washed down the drain. Yep. I'm not in no rush to bring him back unless I know for a 100% fact that he can't re-hurt himself. But you know he come back for that game, man. So we're going to find game. out. That's why I'm taking Buffalo. And not only that, I feel like as long as Allen don't, don't fold under the bright lights. I don't think he will. This is a big stage. Yeah, I don't think he will, man. And nah, he can sling that thing. It's so crazy, man, because it was like last year and they had lost. Did they lose to Houston last year? Yeah, they lost to the Texans last year. First game. Yeah. And I said it then. And this is when this is during the regular season. I'm like, okay, hold up. Buffalo got 10, 11 wins. I'm like, hold up. Something ain't right. Like the moons ain't aligned right or some <laughs> shit. So, like, when I seen that, I was like, damn, these motherfuckers about to be a threat. And this is when I was like, oh, Tom Brady ready to leave the AFC too? Or he's ready to leave NFL? There's no threat in the AFC East no and more And you throw now. Diggs in that picture. And you put, you on you the put cake. Stephon Diggs with them too? Only thing they missing right now is a running back. This coming. A legit running back. That's all it is. It's coming. Appreciate you, bro. I'm going to yeah. get this uh, edited and put up today. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put Charles's top 10 albums, no skips, in front of this one. So this will be the one that people will uh, listen to after the other one. But right, He got that. I definitely got to check that one out. I ain't had time to. Yeah, I got I it ready to roll. Out. I'll put it up here in the next 10 minutes, and I'll get this one edited tonight. Yeah, I got to check it. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Toasted, yeah. no competition. I mean, she coasted. Yeah, I feel 